This is the Negotiate X podcast, show number 28. I'm just going to throw out one of my favorite quotes because as you're talking just now, you made me think of it. Louis Pasteur said, chance favors the prepared mind. The more preparation you can already carry with you, whether that is preparation around what the issue is going to be or preparation in terms of, you know, the dynamics and the situation in which you're negotiating or the way in which you're going to walk into the negotiation, when it, even when it's just a pop-up negotiation, you will be more successful if your mindset has been honed and trained and developed uh, before you ever get into that situation. You're listening to Negotiate X Radio, helping you elevate your influence through purposeful negotiations. If you're here looking to learn about how to become a better negotiator in both business and life, then you're in the right place. Stay tuned and be sure to join the others who have benefited from NegotiateX.com, your home for negotiations training and consulting online. Hello and welcome to another episode of the NegotiateX podcast. I am your co-host and co-founder, Nolan Martin. And with me today is my good friend, co-founder, co-host, everything above, Aaron Denishian. Aaron, how are you doing today? I'm, I'm good. The uh, You're off to a good start for you, Nolan? Yep. Yep, it is. Uh, good. You know, it's, it's going to have to be better than 2021. I think we've all had enough of 2021. So, you know, here's to staying positive for 2022. We said that about 2022. So uh, <laughs> hopefully we're on an upward trajectory. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah. How's everything going for, for you and the family? We're good. We're, we're enjoying a beautiful winter up in New Hampshire. We had a very warm December, but um, it's, it's definitely starting to feel more like winter here in Virginia, DC area as we roll into January. Today, we have another question from our listeners. And so Aram and I, these are definitely our favorite questions, our favorite episodes, because it's not us coming up with the material. We get to figure out what issues you are having and try and solve those. And that's always a lot more fun than us just trying to figure out what to talk about. And I think it's more exciting for you as well. But today's question is, how might we approach a negotiation when there's little time to plan and prepare? Aram, over to you, sir. Yeah, we, we would all love to think that never happens, that we're all going to have just uh, amount the right amount of time to get well prepared and to have this whole thing planned out. And, and, and oftentimes that doesn't happen. Now, we want to make sure it's not happening because we haven't kicked the can and we actually could have anticipated this negotiation. We knew it was coming. We just chose not to get well prepared. That's that's fundamentally yeah. different, right? That's that's that's, much that's being a very lazy negotiator. <laughs> and we need to go back and say, we knew this was coming and we could have gotten well prepared. I, I often remember some senior folks we've worked with before when asked, well, how much time do you spend preparing? They said, well, how long does it take to get from my office to my counterpart's office, right? <laughs> Which if it's a flight from, you know, New York to, you know, Beijing, great. That's going to be probably, you're going to probably be well prepared. If it's, you know, um, around the corner, well, you're not going to be nearly as well prepared. So I, I like to make sure that we're really, you know, talking about the real thing, which is this is something I didn't anticipate. This is an opportunity that came down. This is not a routine sort of negotiation with a supplier that we commonly work with. Therefore, 
it's it's a what we would call in the military a target of opportunity and we need to seize on the moment time truly is of the essence and and and, and we need to execute and so that's that's more kind of my thinking on this we got to make sure that it's it's it really kind of fits that that bill and i think that's kind of the first thing we need to figure out in this is is it actual a time sensitive target i mean is do we really only have a little bit of time or as we talked about before am do we have the ability ability to negotiate for more time right right and are we because we've talked about you know tactics that people use you know best time to buy a car is typically at the end of a quarter <laughs> end of the year people trying to make right and and and, and unless people, you talk to a salesman then the best time to buy a car is right then right <laughs> the so there people have the folks we're working with have drivers they know we have drivers we know that time does factor into negotiations we just want to be careful that it's not a manipulation tactic guard against that and so what you're saying i think is a great one right we don't always negotiate just to get to a signed deal sometimes you negotiate to extend the amount of time you have that we can we can reach a good decision sometimes we need to negotiate for more information so that we can reach a good decision over time uh we need to negotiate maybe to escalate this uh through internal channels for both of us and so, so that we can get more permissions to be able to negotiate more broadly than what we have right now i mean there can be any number of reasons that somebody negotiates checking the time assumption is a really good one Make sure it's not being used as a manipulation tactic, uh, you know, against you. Yeah, I think you know. Last episode we had talked about taking the time, finding the time to get more creative, unfettered uh, brainstorming of options. And so maybe that's something that we also need to explore here. Is hey, is it going to be more advantageous if maybe we get a few more people to generate just a few more options, so that we make sure that we are coming up with the best outcome at the end of the day. So I think that's definitely applicable here when we talk about time. Yeah, it is. I, I tend to fail folks if if this, okay, it's, it, what's the nature? Let's talk, talk urgency here. So what's the nature of the urgent, the negotiation? If this is an urgent negotiation and it is coming up because there is either damage or potential damage to relationship or there's confusion about something because of poor communication, Heck, we need we need to focus on those things first and set aside any sort of substantive solutions because we need to deal with perceptions. We need to deal with trust. OK, so that that comes to understanding the essence of the negotiation. If it, though, to kind of your point, Nolan, is around the substance and we really are under time that we'll, we coach folks to kind of focus on what we call those in the circle elements. And those are things that as I'm bumping along or, you know, in a, in a, in a Humvee I'm thinking about, but as we're, as we are like reacting to the moment, say, what are the interests? What are my fears, needs, concerns, motivations? I'm trying to satisfy right now that this is a, this is a target of opportunity. That's why I'm seizing it, right? What are my interests? Am I really clear on those? To your point, what are some different ways we can solve that? By the way, I can text, you know, five people. They don't need to be in the room. I can send a text real quickly. Hey, got an opportunity here. Here's what I think we're concerned about. Any suggestions, any ideas. And I can do that very quickly and try to harness that multi multiple perspective, you know, brain power right away. And then, and then, the, you know, what's what, you know, what are, are the criteria? What, how do we know 
that this is something fair and legitimate. Because even in the moment, I'm going to have to come back with something that's fair, reasonable, defendable. So I'm going to need some sort of standard of legitimacy. Do I have one? Can I get one? Can I invite one from the other side right away? How did you come up with that? This seems like a really good idea. How do we know this is fair and defendable? And then the last one is I just want to do a quick reality check with my BATNA and say, well, before I jump in, because, <laughs> because, because boy, I'm excited. That's what, right. That's I'm allowing myself to be driven by time. Reality check. What happens if I don't agree? What happens if I let the time pass and we've missed this opportunity? Am I really in as bad a shape as I'm assuming I might be, right? Let me really check what my BATNA might be to walk away and go do something else. Or even my BATNA being, let's wait. Let's just wait and see what happens. And, and as we talk about this, you know, I just have like vivid memories. I used to be uh, what's called an observer coach trainer at JRTC at Fort Polk, Louisiana. If you live anywhere near Fort Polk, Louisiana, I am so sorry because that was a long four years of being like next to nothing. Anyways, I remember, you know, there's always just con continuous missions that the, the unit that's going through this training always has to keep keep planning for to be able to have a plan so that when the time came down to it, they have something to go off. Right. And so in the military, we have this thing called the mil military decision-making process. And generally the executive officer. So the number two uh, in command um, for an organization, he or she controls the military decision-making process. And so it's a bunch of steps that the staff is essentially going to work through until they end up with the plan of, of how they're going to accomplish this, right? And in that process, the EXO has the ability to expedite certain areas, maybe slow down other areas, and it basically all comes down to how much risk do they want to take during the plan that they're creating, right? If you don't consider the enemy then that's a big risk because the enemy's always going to have a vote. And so if you decide to overlook that part of the plan, it may not go that well for you. And I think that's kind of the same thing that we're seeing here is if you are time constrained, you've really got to focus on where your risks are and make sure yeah. that you at least think through that process. If you're going to, you know, look over some of the other steps, glaze over some of the other steps to really get to an outcome. If it is truly a time sensitive negotiation, how's, how's that sound? Is that inaccurate? Yeah, it's really accurate. And let's just use this as an opportunity, kind of a springboard here to talk about risk because a lot of people will say, well, if there's any risk involved at all, well, then I, I shouldn't do it. And, and, and I would, I would caution us to maybe just say, Let's let's shift that thinking a little bit. And if we can do what you're saying, saying, hey, this is a great opportunity. And to, to meet it, we're going to have to streamline things. We still want to remain disciplined. Let's consider, let's not just pretend like those risks don't, don't, don't exist. Let's talk about risks in a couple of ways, though. Let's first of all talk about risks in terms of what is the probability that they're going to occur? Because even if it's like, well, it's, that's a risk. Yep. And it's got a really little probability of occurring. Okay. And what's the magnitude? If it happens, is it hitting, is it hitting the news uh, line tomorrow or not? Right. Is it not a headline sort of event? Is it not catastrophic to us and to our business and everything else? So probability magnitude first. And then with that in mind, and as we're using getting into options saying, Hey, well, we do have some, some concerns. 
how do we develop solutions around things to, to mitigate and manage risk? And both with regards to probability and, and magnitude, what can I do? What could you do? What requests could I make of you to help with the risk management piece? What could we do together? How do we pool our collective resources? Now, all of a sudden, between what I, you, and we can do with regards to both probability and magnitude, we come up with six ways, right? Do the math, two times six, two times three, six. So six, six things we can discuss to manage what is potentially a huge concern, interest around time and moving quickly that can help generate better solutions and still allow us to maybe move forward given the opportunity we see. Yeah. And I think I think that's huge is just really evaluating the risk and not necessarily being so risk adverse that you're not willing to potentially go through with something. I think that that's, that's huge there. I think this kind of goes back to, you know, if, if I were advising anyone or I was going into a hasty negotiation, there is one tool that I would bring with me and I would at least make sure that I spend enough time thinking through it, even if I don't have enough time to write everything down. And that's the negotiate X prep tool bunch of different names throughout the negotiating world, but this is a tool where you can organize your thoughts and it's going to help you really think through the risks that you may not be seeing just, just by through, you know, initially brainstorming this negotiation. Right. So I think that's just huge to at least be able to think through all of the steps and truly identify where that risk is. Uh, is there, is there anything else that's helpful there, Aaron? Yeah, no, I think those, I think that's, that's fantastic. I think that the, the only other two things I might add to the idea of getting, you know, still, still brainstorming, even if it's kind of streamlined or, or getting prepared, even if it's streamlined would be one, you're going to be able to respond to time much better if, if there is, if you've had the opportunity, whether it's with the external party, maybe perhaps that this negotiation is with to have addressed relationship and built trust and rapport over time. If that exists, then then the ability to negotiate under great time pressures is that much greater. And if it's a new external relationship, but your internal dynamics are really well oiled, right? Because you've spent, you've invested in the relationships there and there is trust and understanding and good protocols in place. Well, you're also going to be able to execute really, uh, really well. And so um, I, I'd like to think of the idea that I can I can be preemptively prepared for opportunity when both relationship but also the management of my processes, good communication, are are well established uh, beforehand. Yeah, I think all of those are extremely important and something that's not going to happen overnight. So no. making sure you're taking the proactive steps to get there with your team, with your counterparts, is is something you got to focus on. Yep. Anything else we want to cover for for this here? I, I'm just going to throw out one of my favorite quotes because as you're talking just now, you made me think of it. Louis Pasteur said, chance favors the prepared mind. The more preparation you can already carry with you, whether that is preparation around what the issue is going to be or preparation in terms of you know the dynamics and the situation in which you're negotiating or the way in which you're going to walk into the negotiation, when it, even when it's just a pop-up negotiation, you will be more successful if your mindset has been honed and trained and developed uh, before you ever get into that situation. I think that's an awesome quote, and I, I love it every single time you share it. Now, I think that this is a good part for us to put a plug in 
and that's for the Negotiate Pro member-only side of our website that's coming out on 1 March. We're going to have a webinar on February 22nd at noon Eastern. You can sign up for that if you go to negotiatex.com slash webinar. Now, I think with NegotiateX, like Aram and I are experts on the process of negotiations, right? Using tools to, to help you formulate your expert opinion in your industry and your business so that you can overcome the problems that you may encounter. And so with that, we've developed a, uh, a pro side, member side of the website where we're going to have tools. You're going to have you know monthly access to Aram and I through webinars, Q&A sessions, forums where you'll be able to interact with, with anyone else who may be having issues with negotiations or you know it's like a mastermind group for like-minded in- individuals. Um, all this is going to uh, live on the pro side, the member-only side of the website. And so we'll discuss this and more February 22nd. So again, if you go to negotiatex.com slash webinar, it's a free webinar. You can sign up and we can dig a little bit more into this. And you'll be able to ask any questions that you may be having in your business. Um, and we'll be answering them on the fly. With that, this is a podcast that is all about taking action in your business, in your life. So, Aaron, what action items do we have for our listeners from today's episode? Sure. Time is a real factor in negotiations. You're going to have some things that pop up in, in the world in which we live because uh, we're not living in a static world, but a very, a very uh, you know, kind of diverse and uh, engaging world. So we got to be able to uh, respond well to time constraints. Time does, should not drive us to um, reverting back to bad behaviors. Rather, we should stay disciplined. We need to be able to identify the nature of problems uh, and still prepare where appropriate to address, uh, even when under tight time constraints. And we are going to have to be aware of assumptions we're making, especially regarding risk. And rather than just being risk adverse, if, if we can have those discussions in the moment and really break down risk into these two different components of probability and magnitude, we can find you know up to six different kind of ways to have that conversation with our counterpart uh, around what we can do, what they can do, and what we can do together to address those things. Yeah, and I think having the Negotiate X prep tool in your notebook if you have one if you're still old school and carry a notebook to have it inside of this so that if you're ever in a time constrained negotiation you have the ability to at least look at the prep tool where you can think through all the different aspects of the negotiation that we highly advise you think through and as Aaron said you'll be able to identify where the risks may be and at the end of the day you're the leader who gets paid the big bucks to identify those risks and come up with creative solutions so Uh, Again, that's just a tool to help you do that. So appreciate you listening to today's episode. Aram and I are very thankful that you are still here. You're still listening, and we definitely appreciate it. Come join us February 22nd at noon Eastern. And again, you can sign up at negotiatex.com slash webinar. Appreciate it, and we'll see you over in the next episode. Thank you for listening to NegotiateX Radio helping you elevate your influence through purposeful negotiations. If you're here looking to learn about how to become a better negotiator in both business and life, then you're in the right place. Be sure to join the others who have benefited from NegotiateX.com, your home for negotiations training and consulting online.